Hi guys, this is Sarah. And this is Katrina Joe. And, and we're, we're the, the feds. feds. FedWork is the modern day background check. And we encourage people to feed empowerment daily. And, and you're, you're now, now listening, listening to, to FedWork. FedWork. Have you ever thought about your car personality? What's your vibe? Do you like the classic fully gas powered engine? Are you a best of both worlds type? Driving on battery power while keeping gas on reserve just in case? Or are you more inclined to choose a convenient hybrid ride? Whichever your vibe, there's a Hyundai Tucson to match and powertrain to get you there. Hyundai's 2023 Tucson lineup pairs the tech you want with sleek and stylish designs. They paid attention to all of the details, the seats, the dash, the available panoramic roof, you name it. Hyundai thought of it all, all while making sure each trim has enough room to hold space for your grocery runs, festival nights, and tailgates. Okay, Hyundai. When it comes to your journey, Hyundai is there for every mile. Visit HyundaiUSA.com to learn more about the 2023 Hyundai Tucson. The 2023 Tucson Plug-in Hybrid is only sold in California, Colorado, Connecticut, Maine, Massachusetts, Maryland, New Jersey, New York, Oregon, Rhode Island, and Vermont. Hey guys, welcome to FedWork. I'm Katrina Joe, And I'm Sarah. And thank you guys for tuning in. Happy holidays. Thank you. Thank you guys again for tuning in to FedWork Friday. FedWork Friday, Sarah, how are you feeling on FedWork Friday? I mean, I love FedWork Friday. Who doesn't <laughs> love a Friday and then throw FedWork in there? It's great. Yes. FedWork Friday. It is the holiday season. Thank you to our sponsors, Hyundai and Coca-Cola. And speaking of holidays, oof, I kind of have a Thanksgiving hangover. Oh, do you now? Yes, girl. <laughs> and it has been extremely hard for me to get out of holiday mode and transfer back into work mode. Okay. See, and I have the opposite problem, not opposite, but some, yeah, I guess kind of opposite where <laughs> I, I have trouble turning on vacation mode, mm. but coming back to the holiday, you know, from the holidays, I'm like, all right, time to get to work. And I'm like, did I even take a vacation? <laughs> like, you're like, I've been working this entire time. Right. But I've been working. Okay. I, what I will say is I've been working on this for several years. And I feel like at this point, I'm, I have a better grasp on like actually executing the holiday work, no, no work mode. Okay. And I know you've been good about implementing that as much as possible, of course, given, you know, time constraints with events or things that pop up. But I remember like, you know, when FedWork first started, I'd be like, girl, are we going to record? And you're like, it's Christmas. We're not recording. And I was oh, like, yeah, oh, yeah, no, strong boundary. Oh yeah, strong, strong boundary. And yes. I just that at first though remember it was almost it wasn't a conflict but it was almost like what do you mean yeah <laughs> like, no it it, it kind of got a little um <laughs> a little tension you yeah. could feel the tension in the room and I would be like no it is Thanksgiving or it is Christmas and we're not recording and that's a strong boundary of mine it was like foot in boot boom on the ground like I am not playing Sarah get your take your mic away I'm not doing this shit not this week no 100 percent yeah um, I think because as well, like it took me a lot of years to learn that I, I've, I, as you know, I've had many years of, you know, uh, can't stop, won't stop team, no sleep. Fellow, you know? I can see, we, we get 
Oh, TV, uh, time of my life squad, you know, back in 2010, Greystones, uh, Sundays, black days. Yes. Um, and I, I went through that where it was just like, you know, can't stop, won't stop. And all you know, I don't need to sleep and uh, we don't take naps and it's hustle. Never stop, never settle. <laughs> yes. You know, it's, it's constantly on the go. And then I was yeah. literally burnt out. And I mean, not just you know, from exhaustion, but I was getting sick. I was, you know, my skin, my eczema was flaring up. I was in urgent care. Um, I was getting sick every week. Like I wasn't healthy because I was working myself crazy. Um, and so I didn't necessarily just learn that out of ease. I learned it because like, I actually needed to find that balance. And so now even with the new transition of me moving to New York, into this new role, a whole new level of intensity, a whole new level of workload. But something that I learned very quickly is there is no good time to take time off, but it is necessary and you have to do it and you have to do it and not feel guilty about it. And I think that's clutch though. Yeah. What you just said, because it's important to remember I always do this because, you know, I hate, I hate just being in the U S but like, there are so many countries that mandate like a month long vacation, or they mandate that like, no, you must use your vacation days in America. It's like, oh, you're using vacation time. Oh, you're using personal time off. Are you really sick with that sick day? Like, yes, I'm sick and tired of your ass. That's why I'm taking the day off. Do you know what or I mean? even in Spain, they have a siesta where everyone naps you rest during the day. There is time allocated for the entire city, country, wherever to take a nap. I didn't believe it until I was there and saw it because I was like, okay, my ass, I'm sure they do. And I was there on a Sunday. And when Zara is closed, like at two o'clock in the afternoon, not not like the grocery store or a restaurant. No, when Zara is closed (laughs) on a Sunday, like what? The whole city. Um, I couldn't even find, I, okay, that's a lie. I could find a water, but like, I really couldn't find much. And then at like 4 35 o'clock, the city was back bustling. And I'm like, this place is bizarre because we're so trained not to do that. Mm-hmm. Which leads me back though, to turning off work mode and enjoying the time with family. Like, obviously you probably know I'm obsessed with Emily in Paris because it should be my life. Um, and you know, they always say, you'll hear it all the time. Like, we don't work on the weekends, you know, and, and that's just, you do not call a French person about work-related things on the weekend here. We're like, it's Saturday. Why am I not answering? You know? Mm-hmm. So I feel like turning off work mode in the holidays is the least we can do for our family, the mm-hmm. least we can do for ourselves. And I want to touch on a couple of things that I've started doing that have helped me. And then I'll go into a couple of things that I've read too, but I know for me, like the first thing is prepping your coworkers or the people, like maybe it's clients. I'm going to my families for Thanksgiving. If you need to reach me, I'll be available on Saturday. Mm -hmm. Not opening the the door to, oh, perfect. Yeah. Thursday, call me. Let's chat. No, it's, it's a holiday. I'm going to be with my family. So, you know, prepping them in advance that way, there's no excuse as to why they're contacting you unless it's an emergency, right? right? Right. Which leads me to point two. I turn off my work phone. Mm. I check it in the morning. I check it at night if there's any emergencies. Otherwise, it's on silent, not turned off. That's a lie. 
on silent, which is basically the same thing as turned off to me. And I like, I was at my brother's, I left my work phone on my bed with the door closed on silent. And I would check it before I went to bed, make sure it was charged. But I, you've known me for a lot of years. Normally I sleep with my phone on loud in my pillowcase. Like I will hear anything (laughs) that is about to happen. And that has been a huge change for me. And it's, it's setting the boundaries with your clients and coworkers that I'm actually taking this time and it's a mandated holiday. I deserve it. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, the other thing is, you know, even with my normal phone, like I had it on silent and it sat on the couch while we were playing card games, things like that. Be present with your family and your friends. Like you're it could be like me and always have your phone on do not disturb, which is my biggest pet peeve. But anyways, <laughs> Um, (laughs) and then you don't always have to turn to your phone. You can choose the times that you want to look at your phone. Correct. Correct. I get it. I get it. But I don't, unfortunately can't do that, but maybe I could (laughs) Getting, getting off topic, but with my friends and family, I feel like it's important when you're with them, be present, you know, when you're not with them focus on other things, but if they're there, like everyone should have the same energy of, we're going to enjoy this time together. Those memories, you don't get back that time. You don't get back. Right. Um, sorry, just to build on that. Um, I think as we get older too, like we value that time more, like, you know, the more we work or the time in between where we don't get to be around our families or our friends or our loved ones. And you are able to share those moments, like at the Thanksgiving dinner table or around the tree or just doing something, you know, all together. Yeah. Something, it could be so simple just sitting on the couch together, being present and being able to have, you know, whether your work phone or your personal phone off or away can really, you know, just allow you to soak in that moment. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and then, you know, if for, for our corporate friends, um, put an away message on your email and give them a point of contact if someone needs to be reached in an emergency or say the entire company is off for the holiday, you know, some, you know, limited access to our emails on Friday, you know, if it's an, if it's an urgent matter, you know, send me a text, whatever the case, whatever you want to put on there, but make it clear that you are taking this time as a holiday and you can be reached at X time later. Yep. Yeah. Um, so then those were, you know, those are things that I've implemented that have worked for me, but there's a bunch of different articles on these. Um, you know, there's Forbes had a whole list on them. And my favorite from um, the things that they were pointing out was brain fatigue, right? And we don't think about that, but like you're inundated all day with information, whether it be text messages, social media, emails, work meetings, presentations, blah, blah, blah. I could go on for hours. And we treat our brains, this is what they said, we treat our brains like laptops. We only unplug them if something breaks down. Mm. Right. And it's, it's interesting to think about it that way, because if you don't give yourself the break, if you don't step away and we're using holidays as an example, because I think that's the most relevant one right now. And it's also the one that's the most socially acceptable, right? Like people are starting to understand a mental health day, right? Companies are implementing them. That's something that's becoming a little bit more normal, but in reality, the only time people accept that you're not going to answer for work is holidays. Mm -hmm. Otherwise everyone's accessible. So that, that was just something that I thought was relevant. Self-care matters. Those things matter. And this is a way to encourage implementation of 
what we've been learning and the things that we found out, you know, over the course of time that are not helping us. The holidays always find a way. I'm not sure about your holiday traditions, but most of my families include food and drink. It's always such a busy time of year with cousins coming into town, uncles and aunts driving down to celebrate, and the multiple events with friends, from Friendsgiving to Secret Santa to watching the new year ring in. As a host, I always ensure I have the very best for those I care about. So what does that include? In our house, it's always Coca-Cola. The holidays are full of fun activities like caroling, going sledding, sitting by the fire, building snowmen, or watching those cheesy movies we all know and love around this season. Why not make it a bit more memorable with an ice cold Coca-Cola? Enjoy the real magic of the season by surrounding yourself with good friends and family, delicious food, and of course, ice cold Coke. Coca-Cola pairs perfectly with every holiday get together. So on your next trip to the store, grab a case or three because no family gathering is complete without Coca-Cola. So some other ones that, this is from Yahoo Lifestyle from an actual, it was from Australia. They did a test on a bunch of different people and um, the tips for them were setting expectations, kind of like what we talked about already. Um, Planning, like planning your holidays, right? So if you're, if you know that you're not going to your families until five o'clock and there is pressing work that needs to get done, give yourself an hour to get it done. And then that's done, right? That's scheduled in. And then the rest of the weekend is handled, but you gave yourself that time. If it is something that's time, you know, time sensitive and reflect on last year, you know, see, see what did you miss because you were on a work call or what did you, you know, what would you have wanted to change and make sure that you're adding that back in, you know, to, to your schedule for this year. Yeah. Like how many times there were so many things that, you know, like for instance, last year, this is a funny story. My brother was tired. I think tired is the new word for hungover. Um, and he took a nap upstairs while my 96 year old grandma was over and we were playing this. My new favorite game is, um, new phone who dis it's kind of like apples to apples, but about text messaging and it's fucking funny. And my grandma won. Now, mind you, these things are all about like sex and flirting and drugs and all this stuff that like my grandma has no idea about. Mm-hmm. I had to explain to my grandma what sexting was because one of her cards said sexting. She goes, what's that? And I had to explain it to her. And her response was, well, that's clever. <laughs> and my brother missed it. And we keep talking about it. His fiance and I are like, we were cracking up about it this year. And we were like, we can't believe what, that you missed that, you know? Yeah. But it's about being present. It's about saying, you know what? I'm not going to get hung over the night before because I have to be with my family and I don't want to miss those moments. Right. So it's, I, reflection is always, is always a good thing. So like I said, there's articles on this, you know, Bustle, Yahoo, um, all a bunch of different ones, Forbes. So if you have any other, you know, if I didn't give enough, there's more there. <laughs> Perfect. But, I mean, I, I think that this year was a, a solid example of actually following through with listening to those things. Yeah, that's amazing. And I mean, um, something that you just mentioned of planning, um, not only planning how to, if you have to fit in work, you know, on holiday or prior to holiday, but also planning out your time off ahead of time as much as you can as possible. Um, you know, if you know, Hey, for Thanksgiving, I'm going to be home. I don't need to take days off, but I'm going to use all of my, you know, days off at work for Christmas and new year's, like get that in, in February, 
you know, yeah. or, yeah. you know, January 1st, you know, the year before, if you, if you can, um, just so, you know, come the end of the year or whatever time that you're taking off and works crazy, there's, there's no excuse. Like, Hey, I've, yeah. I've put these days in and, and I have to, I have to go. So yeah. no, that's smart. That's a good one. Yeah. So, I mean, I had to now let's talk about your, your little holiday hangover that we have going on. Yeah. I actually had to work two days of my PTO while on Thanksgiving. Um, but it was fine. It's, you know, it is a project that I am passionate and excited about, and it wasn't strenuous long hours or anything at all. Um, but sometimes things just need to get done and you just have to, you know, uh, push up your sleeves and, and get, get into the work. So like you said, I was able to plan, like, you know, I was home with family. I was home in the Bay area with my mom. And so I was able to tell her like, Hey, on these two days, I need two hours and then we can go and do whatever, or go visit family or, Hey, I have to take this call for an hour. And then we were on with our day. And even during those days, after I finished work in the mornings, like you said, I, I left my work phone at home and you I did your job. <laughs> yeah. And I appreciate at first I was like, I'm never going to be that person with two phones. No way. Who needs two phones? That's too much. And now I appreciate having two phones because I could not fathom having all of my work also on my personal phone right. and not being able to like disconnect when needed. Um, so once I got the work out of the way for those first two days of my break, I just really loved being home with family and taking it in. And um, I was home for about a week and nice time. I visited family since I moved to New York and I came home on Black Friday. So the third, uh, the Friday after Thanksgiving. And then I just took the weekend to kind of, you know, regroup and, and rest and get back into my group. But come Monday, I was like, I need another week. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why I think. Yes. Yeah. But also I think it's the weekend. Yeah. Because when I was home, not that I was, it wasn't work, but I was cooking and I, you know, I was cooking for two days straight. Not only was I cooking for the family, but then we um, also went to the shelter. So we were cooking then, Um, you know, it wasn't just like, I was able to just sit home and, and rest and sleep and nap. I was always on the move. So coming back was my actual, like, let me rest, let me sleep, catch up on things. So yeah, I feel like currently, like I need another week. I'm still a little sluggish. I'm calling it my Thanksgiving hangover. Um, and it's extremely busy because it's like, okay, you're off a holiday. Go, go, go before we get into the next holiday. Right. You have that limited window kind of in between the two. And especially, you know, every business kind of shuts down at different times, but I feel like a lot of them start mid-December. Yeah. Yep. You know, so you really only have two weeks, two and a half weeks in between. Yeah. Yeah. So it's been intense once again, but (laughs) I'm also learning the balance of like, okay, put your head down and work, get it done. And then the reward is the time that I've allocated to take off and rest and do things that bring me joy. And that's been something that I don't know if it's because again, I'm a tourist in my new home. Um, and I just love New York and I love being new to the city, but I have made it a point to plan for things that bring me joy within my schedule because, you know, work can be very overwhelming sometimes. Um, and consuming. 
tense, it can be consuming, it can be very fast paced that on the days or even the evenings that I do have the time, I do love doing things that bring me joy. And that could be something as simple as like trying a new restaurant. It could be sightseeing. It could be, you know, going for a walk in the park or whatever, but just making that a priority to balance, you know, the time at work, but also do so during holiday. Has, have you had trouble like turning on in regards to like anything that comes up at work? Have you had those moments where you're like, oh my God, I'm still in vacation mode. Hold on. Let me like flip the switch back on. Or were you, was it pretty easy to kind of get back into it, but it's just feeling lethargic, feeling tired. I think once, I think the only time that I have issues with feeling lethargic or whatever is like when I first wake up. Okay. Like when I first wake up, I'm like, oh my God, I'm so tired. I need to sleep. And then usually towards the end of the day, because that entire workday is pretty intense. And so by the end of the day, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so tired. I need a nap. Um, So it's not necessarily while I'm working or at work, but it's like the before and after. Okay. That makes sense. Especially because you're distracted at work because you're focused on things. So you don't have a choice. (laughs) And also it ties into what you said as well earlier, that quote about turning your brain off and how, you know, like coming from the team Hennessy role in LA, like it was more physical, I would say, like I was out more, I was in nightlife, I was hosting more, um, you know, back to back events. And, you know, in this new role, it is a lot on the brain, like mentally, with like the strategy and the thinking and the interacting that that is what can be exhausted before my actual body is like physically exhausted. So it's like you said, okay. like, like I need to like turn off right. my brain before something breaks down, rest and regroup. Um, and it's not that it's physically exhausting, but it's, it's a lot mentally. Um, so it's, it's really important to just find that balance, find the rest, find the time. Um, I'm still in the process of finding the balance between um, fitness, physical, you know, working out, finding right. that, that regimen of, you know, I want to be a 5am girl so bad. I was going to say, I was, that was what I was just saying. Like, I'm in your building. You better get up early. Yeah. I want to be her so bad and I'm, I'm going to get there, but you know, so that's, I, that's that an ideal world. Yeah. I would be able to work out 6am, come back by eight, freshen up at my computer by nine. Yeah. See, I've been, I reworked fitness into my schedule because I took it out basically for months. Yeah. And I'm like that 7.30 to 8.30 is when I get to the gym and I'm done by 9.30 because half of my work is based on the, you know, in central time or, or uh, Pacific time. So I get that little bit of break um, because my work is kind of based elsewhere, which I know is the opposite for you. Cause now, you know, you, you know, you're actually the East coast girl on East coast time. So it's, you don't get the, that little pocket of window anymore. Yeah. Um, well, that's amazing. You that You used to get it in, at night. Yeah. hundred yeah. percent. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So find the time, find the balance, find your boundaries. <laughs> we talk about boundaries a lot and they are essential. Yes. But work boundaries are on the holidays. Oh, so Sarah, we are not filming around Christmas. Okay. <laughs> I won't complain. Okay. 
All right. We are, we look at this growth. Look at the, look at the growth. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, um, I hope you guys are able to implement some of these tactics that, um, we just discussed in regards to balancing the holidays, getting in and out of work mode around the holidays. And with Christmas coming up, we hope these are very helpful for you guys. And thank you guys for tuning in. We'll see you guys next week. See you guys next week. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of FedWork. We hope that you enjoyed it. Please make sure to like, comment, and subscribe on all platforms. For any inquiries or sponsorship requests, please visit wearefedwork.com.